Hi, <laughs> how you doing out there? My name is Noah Michael Smith and it's good to be back speaking to you again. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, no matter where in the world you are. You're listening to a rented hall or health club, part three, part one and part two. They were great shows and I listened back to those and thoroughly enjoyed listening to myself. What can I say? It's one of those things, you know. But today I want to elaborate on those two episodes, talking about the differences between the two and why I prefer the rented hall rather than going into a health club. Going into a health club is secure. You've got security, right? Because you're going to teach the class and you're going to get paid, whatever. When you rent a hall, if you have five people, you're going to get less money, but you still got to pay for the hall. So it's a bit more of a risk. But, you know, if you take a risk, the risk will pay off. You get the people in, you also get the rewards and you're doing it for yourself. And as I said in the previous episodes, you have a greater bond with your people. Now, it was interesting doing Super Sunday a couple of weeks back. Not this Sunday gone, the Sunday before that. We were in a little club called Rocco in the heart of Chiswick. And seeing the two types of people attend the one class was interesting because I had people that attend my private classes that I have in a school hall, in Daintree Hall. I only have one of those now, I've got to say. I'm talking about this stuff like I do a great many of them, but things have swung around for me. I do more classes in the private health clubs, but I still always want to maintain one or two. Actually, I do two. I forgot about Art Set, which is somewhere I come on to in a minute, a subject I touch on in a minute, because, you know, we're talking about we're talking about private health clubs and the rented hall. There's a third option. And Art said falls into that third option. But I'll come to that in a minute. Now, it was interesting seeing the two types of people at Super Sunday. When I looked at the techniques, which I already knew this, but it was nice seeing it in person, seeing it in reality. When you see the the person who has been doing my class for years and years, but they've been doing it in the private health clubs, and you've seen, been seeing the person who's been doing my class, and they've come from the community hall, in my case, a school, the technique for the ones in the community hall are way superior. That's because they want to learn. Not that the others don't want to learn, but here's the thing, right? There are too many distractions when you're in, when you belong to a private health club because there's so many different classes to choose from and people, because they spent their money on the membership on a whole, they chop and change and dip in and out of the, of the classes. So it's a case of jack of all tricks, master of none, whereby the, the person who goes to the their local community teacher, they are going to be, just be going to that one class and be fed that one thing all the time. So they're going to become a master of that technique or that workout system. So in, in my opinion, when I see the students do my classes, the, the technique that the members have, that my personal members have, that attend my community hall class, is second to none. It's impeccable because I've trained them as such. And the next thing is when, you, when they do that, they have more of an interest to learn. They're homed in a little bit better and they listen to me a lot more. Whereby with the other with the other classes, they've got all these different teachers' influence going into them, which is not a bad thing, right? It's always good to learn different things from different people. We all want to cross train, but when for me, as I said, I'm a little bit selfish when it comes to my class. I want them to be master of my class first, and all those other things could be secondary. Yeah, bring this 
stretching skills into into low food fitness. Bring your um, gymnastic skills into low food fitness. Bring your Pilates skills into low food fitness. I want you to bring all these skills into my class and make it grow rather than come in rather than doing my class half-heartedly and bringing bits and pieces of this and that into your workout Mm -mm, don't do that be a master of mine and then you could bolt on all these added extras as you go and make it a more diverse workout for yourself so you're cross-training constantly yeah so let's talk about this hall that I rent called the art set now after I finish working at this no I hadn't finished I was doing a class at the Roehampton Parish Hall and soon after that a place in Putney which is just down the road from Roehampton opened and it's called Dance Attic and it was run by a lady called Dee Dee Wild who was the member of a dance group called Pan's People who used used to be in a show called Top of the Pops in the UK so Dee Dee opened this centre and it was an amazing centre. It started off with three studios, one large one and two small ones. And Tony and I used to do classes in the large dance studio and I used to go and do his class and shortly after that I was able to get my own. But that centre, as I said, it falls in between because it neither was a private health club or was it a church or community hall it was a dance center kind of like pineapple in fact it was exactly like pineapple dance studios you can go in and yes you have the community hall system where you hire the hall or you hire the studio but check this out you had a, a proper sprung floor with mirrors mats music system i think back then we had to bring our own music system in because they didn't have one but either here nor there. We brought our own music system in. Eventually, they did get a music system there. But it was amazing because you had a catchment. Yeah, you had a target audience already because everyone was going in there to do different things. Tap dance, ballet, gymnastics. I don't think there was gymnastics, but there was so many different dance genres. I even saw a guy teaching firefighting. No, firefighting. Fire um, eating. Yeah, fire eating. When you eat the fire and you blow out the smoke and put out... Yeah, I was teaching that. I don't know where where you can get the insurance. I don't know how he got the insurance to teach that, but nevertheless, he was doing that. But you know what? More power to him. And I had my good buddies there doing ballet and tap dance and all kinds of things. In fact, that's where I learned to do ballet because I went in, I wanted to increase my flexibility and saw the ballet girls and boys were all flexible. So I wanted, I went into a ballet class befriend the teacher in fact actually ended up having a relationship with that beautiful girl don't know where she is now long to see her boy anyway so that is the middle ground there and they don't do many of those anymore pineapple dance studios still going i think a center called dance works is going going and we didn't pay a lot for the studio and you were able to put up your flyers on the board. People used to juggle their flyers around, making sure they're at the top or at least eye level. You used to come, put your flyer at eye level, come back the next week to teach a class, and it's down at the bottom, you know, with this, the staple pin or the tack. So it was all good fun. The teachers there were great, nice and friendly. And Right Said Fred, remember that right, that song by Right Said Fred, I'm Too Sexy For Your Cat and Dog? He had a, a class there as well. 
So when his track came out and someone said, hey, Fred's made a tune and I listened to this tune and next thing you know, it's got to number one. Hey, power to him, man. We were really happy. Didn't give me any money, but there you go. They're still playing that tune now. I wonder if he gets royalties. Anyway, that's another story. But yeah, Fred was down on that and Dance Addict was an amazing place. As I said, it's that third avenue you can go down if you can find somewhere like that. You know, I almost forgot about one other thing that is profit sharing. You could work in a centre and I've done this at a place called Roof Garden where my class was so popular and they could pay me and they would be just paying me this fee each week and that's all good for me. And or they could charge me rent and they then they I get more money and they get the rent. But Jean Don, which was the guy who worked there, who was the manager, Jean Don said, look, there's another way. He was a businessman, man, a deep businessman. He said, look, there's another way. There's a third way. Why don't we do a profit share? Yeah, we you don't pay anything for the haul and we just share the profits that come in. And that was great. That was a really good deal because I used to pack them in. He used to get more than he would get if he was just charging me rent. And I would get more than I would get get if they were paying me a set fee. And we met, we met that middle ground. Oh yeah, I would get more if I rented a hall, but I've got to rent a hall and take the chance, right? And he would get steady money if he was just charging me that rent, but it would be a lot less. So, you know, the, the, the profit sharing was good. You don't actually get this now. It's a system you don't get. I used to get it a lot in the 80s and early 90s when all this aerobics and workout was at its height. Um, studio coordinators, studio managers. Wow, you know, I love and hate these people. I hate is a strong word. I try not to say that word. It's a deeply negative word, so, so I don't use it, but slipped out there, slip of the tongue. <laughs> Uh, studio managers or studio coordinators, I like to call them managers because coordinator is just a little bit of a bad news term. Anyway, okay, where am I going with this? Let's get your words out. Get your words out, Smith. Where am I going with this? And we're going to end soon because I did say 10 minutes and we're just rushing over this time now and I, I don't know where the time goes. But let's get through this last topic here. Studio coordinators or studio managers, I think I've got too much power now because they want to tell you how to teach your class. They come in and they, they don't know anything about the system that you're teaching and they're giving you stuff. You must do this, you mustn't do that. You know, all the little things like say hello, make yourself known to people and all. You know, teacher, teachers should know that stuff already. But where I find they are irritating is when they actually say, you are doing too much of this, you need to do that, and so on. It's just not good. And this is where I really envy podcasters, or I'm a podcaster, but YouTubers. I envy these guys because they don't have a boss. I don't have one in effect. But when I go to the centers, I do. They answer to no one but themselves and YouTube. And that's amazing. It's an amazing feeling. If they want to sleep all night or all day, that's fine. They could do that. They won't get their ratings up, though. So either way, you have to work. But the fact of the matter is you don't answer to anybody. And the fact that you don't answer to anybody, it's a great feeling. No one has the right to tell you how good or bad your class is other than the person who created it. And if you're the person that created it, and if, you're creating it, if you create it from a style which is very similar then maybe the person who you stole the idea from has got some justification in saying, hey man, this is a little bit woff, that's off, this is good, and so on, and so on. 
but really unless someone does your class on a regular basis and you slip up one week no one's got the right to criticize your class you know what i'm saying well 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 we're winding down now we've had a great discussion this tuesday and it's all good it's all good now i'm going to be back on friday well I, I say i'm going to be back on friday i should be back on friday things are back to normal now after the bank holiday you know we've got another bank holiday in may crazy man monday is a real good money earner for me and i don't earn any money on the monday bank holiday that changes bank holiday to tuesday man so but that's how it is i am out of here and i'm gonna see you soon i'll catch you next time Hopefully it'll be on Friday. You all take care. Be good. Bye.